Anyong, and welcome to Hallyujuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Rave. This is the premiere episode, the first show of Hallyujuku. Enjoy! Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to uh, our, I guess, our official premiere episode of Hallyujuku. Uh, I am uh, one of your uh, friends here in this journey, uh, PD Rave. With me is my co-conspirator, sir, co-conspirator, if I can say that word right, uh, and my guide uh, on the journey, uh, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing good. Um, what can we say? I think we probably get to preface this uh, podcast a little bit. This podcast is going to be uh, about East Asian pop culture uh, for them. At least the little bit of the uh, uh, near future, it's going to be mostly Korean, but we're going to try and incorporate uh, Japanese uh, pop culture as well. Uh, basically, anything but anime. Uh, just kind of you know music. Uh, dramas food even in the future just uh all around uh, different things just talking about this that and the other thing whatever interests us uh i'm gonna be your kind of uh avatar on this journey because i'm gonna be the the newer of us on this uh you know the less experienced of us uh though uh i will be the one that probably gets most of the pronunciations right <laughs> but uh Kaz is going to be the guy with the knowledge, at least for the most part. Uh, and I think that pretty much sums it up, uh, doesn't it, Kaz? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's, it's a fun journey that I took some years ago. Like, you know, cause sometimes just the, the everyday, like, if you're somebody like me and you listen to every kind of music, right? You'll listen to a little bit of country. You'll listen to a little bit of hip hop. You'll listen to some pop, some rock. Sometimes you kind of pick your bands and then you get kind of, it gets kind of stale for a little bit when you're like, Oh, I listen to this person in this genre. I listen to that person. And I took that experience and was like, okay, I know what genres of music I like. Let's go to other places and, and see what, what those things are. I came across Korean hip hop, Japanese pop, Japanese rock. Um, I know a lot of those things are really amazing, really fun, and and it has that that infusion going into it of a lot of new blood uh, and, and kind of the the scene still forming that it's really fun to get into uh, yeah. for some of those styles of music. Um, so yeah. so like you know taking that journey was really fun, and that's kind of how we get here. Of like, take that journey, learn something new, look out for some new kinds of entertainment. You know, hey, we wouldn't, you wouldn't know what Doctor Who is if you didn't turn to BBC. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and uh, there's <laughs> pretty much. Uh, uh, there's going to be some uh, conversations that we had previous to this. Uh, there's uh, our few beta episodes. Those are going to be uploaded, and available on our on my Twitter page, and hopefully on this on the on a page on rebelli.net uh the page is not up yet but it will be soon uh you can listen to the uh, previous conversations uh to kind of get some context of what we're talking about this week uh we're gonna get into some quick little headlines uh we got uh some new sunyashi day some new girls generation uh they're uh 
new Japanese single, uh, which is interesting mm-hmm. because fresh off of their victory at the YouTube Music Awards, which surprised a lot of people that weren't aware and uh yeah you said you said a lot of the people there they're like all right and our nominees are blah 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 you know girl's generation and our winner is oh woo all right woo Bieber woo girl's generation huh what what is that what who wait is that Beyonce did Beyonce what? win what happened Beyonce wait. didn't win <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious it's like uh. You know, uh, there was silence. You see T- Tiffany, you know, walking up on stage. She was great. She was gracious. She, uh, represented the group well. Uh, you know, gave a nice little speech, thanked everybody, was, uh, you know, complimentary of the awards and everything. And, um, but it was very interesting to see the interaction. Uh, Jason Schwartzman was kind of a, a hilariously awkward. I think that was just the character he was playing. And, uh, it was kind of a, a hilarious to see Reggie Watts say, Kamsamidya, <laughs> as she walked away. But, uh, it's, it, it, it's, in, it's been interesting to see the, the blowback. Apparently some, uh, uh, some people within the Justin Bieber fan community, I'm not gonna just paint the entire Didn't community. I? Hold on. Podcast time out. Didn't I say when you were like, hey, I checked out the YouTube awards, Girls' Generation 1, I was in the middle of something, but didn't I not say, oh, the Bieber fans are going to be pissed? <laughs> Did I not Wait. say that? Were those yes. not the words that came out of my mouth? Yes. Apparently a few, I'm not going to paint the entire fandom just because it's not fair. A few did uh, tell uh, Tiffany to go back to her homeland, uh, which somebody should maybe set them aside and uh, explain to them a couple of things about maybe where Tiffany actually came from. But, um, but it was interesting to say the least and, uh, kind of cool. It, it, it put a, it, it put me in the position cause I honestly, uh, you know, people made comments that I got a boy's video was boring and, you know, K-pop fans were blowing back. It's like, Oh, it's not boring. And it was like, you know, this, it became this back and forth of defending, uh, girls' generation defending K-pop, but like, in the end, it's like, I got a boy isn't that great of a song. Like, it was weird because like, it wasn't even the best K-pop song of the year, but it became a, the, the dynamic of wanting to get behind K-pop as a genre, not necessarily the song. I don't know. Is that, is that weird to think? Um, uh, so I feel like K-pop is like as is for J-pop. It's the blanket term, right? Because anything that comes out of America and ma- I mean comes out of Korea makes it way makes its way to America is going to be deemed K-pop. Yeah. What I specifically call K-pop is any kind of boy band stuff any kind of girl group stuff that does not necessarily that does not involve instruments you know your nsyncs your your b2ks things like that um with a very poppy feel either to sell sex or to sell products right um i watched i watched a music video today with 2pm featuring a girl's group that i i can't remember what it was but it was a product placement for caribbean bay you know um so anything that is primarily meant to do that, like that is this group that is brought 
together by someone else, not the group itself, um, is pop. So that's generally what I will call K-pop. Girls' Generation is K-pop. FX is K-pop. To Anyone is K-pop. Big Bang is K-pop. Now, when you get, when you separate those things, right? Like when CL does things on her own, that's hip hop and rap. When G Dragon yeah. does stuff on his own, that's hip hop and rap. Um, you know, um, but I don't, I don't, I try not to use the blanket term, but I end up doing it because yeah. it's usually easier to explain it to people. Yeah. To and, just and, use and, the blanket. But the, yeah, the, uh, the yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's interesting to kind of think, but yeah, it, it is cool that, uh, Girls Generation got uh, an award because they, they've been working hard for, uh, like going on five years now. Uh, and they're actually really cool people. And it's cool to see that. Not, uh, 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 internal conflict aside, it, it was a really cool thing. And the new song is kind of fun, kind of, you know, fun to listen to, catchy. Uh, yeah. it's a pop song. <laughs> it's a pop song. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the, at the end, when they, the, the, uh, lyrics go to fire, 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 all I can think of is fire. <laughs> Fire, fire, <laughs> fire! Yeah, uh, I can't help it. Um, we, we have I don't I don't know if we've talked about it in the podcast format, but we have talked about before the the factor of using Korean music um, to help kind of sell and make it more general, and because those words are easier for everyone to understand when you want to reach a global platform um, to put the English words in there. And how we've always said certain certain groups and certain labels struggle with it and go yeah. for okay, right? They're just like, okay, I know what the word is. Great, we're out, you know. Yeah. Where yeah, there are yeah. some that are yeah. you know kind of specific about it. Like Big Bang to any one songs are specific about it, right? Well, it's interesting because uh, YG does a really good job of it in general, uh, just as an, a label in general. SM struggles. Uh, the, the, uh, the outlier, the exceptions being, uh, Girls Generation and FX, they, they don't struggle as much, mainly because, uh, you know, Girls Generation has Tiffany and Jessica, and FX has Crystal, uh, and Amber. Uh, so, I guess it's just different circumstances work out differently. But yeah, yeah, there is a definite difference in <laughs> the level of quality in English when it comes to different groups and different labels. Uh, and sometimes the loof is on fire, as we saw <laughs> in the most recent BAP tract. Track. It's, it's funny yeah, to think I mean, because, uh, uh, Korea spends a lot of money on teaching their kids uh, English. <laughs> they spend a yeah. lot of money on this stuff. And it's not quite working. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't poo-poo it when the words are wrong. I don't. I'm not like, oh my god, really? You could have got back into the lab, and worked on that a little bit. I just called the studio the lab. Look at me. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I never necessarily poo-poo it. I'm not, I'm not so hard fast about it. Like I understand what they're trying to say, you know, and most yeah. of the time, most of the, I'm one of those people I'm listening to Korean music. I'm not listening to it for the English. Like, yeah, really? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things where uh, if it's jarring and kind of and really dumb, then you can maybe make a, a, a point of it. But you know, if it's a if it's just a, a easy mistake, then whatever. But it it is funny sometimes. <laughs> it is funny sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but oh, moving on. Roof. Set the roof on fire. The roof. The roof. <laughs> Who 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 lit that Lufa on fire? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on to something a little you know a little more lighthearted. Uh, are you familiar with the group Ajax? Not very much. I've heard of them. Um, I don't think I've ever I've ever pursued any information about them or any of their music. But I am from. I have heard of them. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of things. I've seen uh, them on a Three Colors of Korea on KBS World. You know, that's all a little bit about them. They seem interesting. They're a young group. Uh, they're versatile and talented in multiple ways. Um, their recent single is Snake. So, of course, they decided to have a reality show where they take care of a snake. Okay. Look. <laughs> Look. <clears throat> I understand, Korea, you're getting into this whole variety kick and making your young hot artists do variety shows or have their own shows. That's well, well and cool, right? Stop it. Okay? <laughs> Unless you have a really good concept. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have your, your family outings, your, your infinity challenges. Or your hello your, baby at least, you know? Hello baby. I mean, cause this is, this, this is what that is, you know? Hello um, Snake. Right. And and I don't know. Give me give me give me mockumentary style of their training, you know? Make make it a comedy of their training. Do yeah. I don't just do not this, you know? Like <laughs> I think uh, yeah, it's, it's just comical. It's just comical that this is uh something that is uh considered a a, a quality concept for a show. But I mean, in all fairness, it's it's just a web series. But yeah, it's one of those like, all right, it, it almost seems like the parody of a of a of a variety show, which it could be, which it could be. Um, moving on to another uh, cool, interesting topic. Uh, Epic High, Epic High. Uh, just the fact that they're uh, utilizing uh SoundCloud, uh, releasing some mm-hmm. cool tracks mm-hmm. here and there. And really promoting it as a way to kind of almost like that old school, that, that, that classic hip hop mentality of like, you know, releasing the bootlegs and releasing, you know, the, the, the mixtape stuff, uh, that, you know, but using the internet, using SoundCloud and which is not uncommon. It's not something that is, uh, rare over here or on a Western uh, side of thing, but from a huge group and from, uh, music's, uh, industry like, Korea's that's interesting to 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 note uh coming from Epic yeah. High. Uh I mean Epic High are really 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 kind of grounded in this this grassroots hip hop kind of style. And and I know when you say that in America it what pops into your head may be like um I just had a group in my head and then it left <laughs> it but um all right. When I say grassroots, you're thinking about kind of like early years, um, freaking big boy and outcast kind of yeah. stuff. Um, or like, you know, freaking the kind of Africa Mambata soul kind of infusion of like De La Soul and, and 
or and even Tribe Called Quest. Or even old Wu-Tang Clan. Right. But what I more mean in the grassroots is, like, they're famous, but they don't act like it. They're just in it for the music. They're three guys that like making music together, and that really shows in their shit. Um, yeah, I guess you you would be able to say that about, I think, the whole movement. I mean, and when we talk about the movement, the epic high, dynamic duo, uh, Lee Sang, uh, Ty- uh, Drunken Tiger, uh, Union Ray. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's something that is common amongst all of them. And it, it's really cool to see, uh, cause they are not, you know, a, a two bit group. They're, they're a big time group. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but they don't have the mentality. You know, that. and that, that, holy shit, like that is now like just the greatest. I, I'm patting myself on the back, right? But that is just like now the greatest analogy to me in my own head of how to describe that shit. Because I was trying to think of how to describe Lee Sang to somebody <laughs> the other day. Cause I was, I was playing for like the ninth hundred time. The girls, the girls who can't, the, wait. The girls who can't, um, the girls who the can't, guy who can't leave. Yes. Oh my, I fucking love that song, dude. It's so fucking good. Um, and and somebody was like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "It's it's a Korean hip hop group or whatever." And you know, we went through the whole Korean hip hop. Yes, Korean hip hop. What yeah. like they be talking about shooting people and and like no, not some of them. Yes, not all of them. The dumb and ones it's, do. <laughs> it's it's a, a slight few and and very far in between or whatever like oh all right they'd be rapping in english no they don't they don't rap i just said it's korean why do, what if i if i would have just said hip-hop at that point if they were rapping in english like i wouldn't have put the korean on on the front of that um <laughs> and it's like oh i and then it's like you know i i let the person listen to the song and i i forget i always forget that the girls who can't break up the guys who doesn't leave starts in English. <laughs> so, so then it turns into, I thought you said they don't rap in it. I'm like, it's the intro to the song. I forgot it's in English. Yeah, that part is in English. There are, there are some parts that are in English. Yes. Um, you know, and then it get, gets into the song and they're like, Oh, all right. Yo, that's a nice beat. I kind of like the way that flow sound, but I can't understand none of that shit. Like I no, I know you, you don't, I, no, I know you don't understand it. Um, so I went through that. That's always fun. Um, oh, you know what's really fun is introducing somebody to GD at like <laughs> one, va- at, at one variant of GD, right? You, you, yeah. you show them like, you show them crooked, right? And then, then you, you'd be like, Hey, remember that thing I showed you the other day? They were like, yeah, yeah. You want to hear another song of his? And they're like, all right, cool. And then you show them Heartbreaker. <laughs> you're like, is that, that's not the same person. It, like, no, it's the same person. Yeah, it's the same person. And you're like, really? <laughs> All right. But I digress. Um, but yeah, like comparing them to, comparing Lee Sung to like De La Soul and Outcast and things like that, like awesome analogy. Cause that's what they remind me of. Epic High. Yeah. That's what they remind me of. Yeah. Um, their music is a little bit different because they just came up in a different style and generation. Um, but. but- Think about those kind of how those people treat music, and yeah. that's that's what you're getting out of those kind of groups. Yeah. So, plus, uh, plus Epic the, High, yeah, plus the 420. Uh, it, I kind of like I, the reason I said Wu Tang says 420 reminds me of kind of Wu Tang song, uh, you know, pass yeah. the mic, but yeah, as you were saying, yeah, 
No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Epic High is just, just, I like them. I don't listen to all of their stuff. I don't always, you know, gravitate towards a lot of their stuff because I tend to, to easily follow the more popular stuff, but I'm, I'm so glad Epic High is doing this to, in a sense, put themselves out there a little bit more, you know, because this will make it, this will make it easier for just anyone to follow them. Not necessarily the Korean fan base, but just anyone, you know, because SoundCloud is this kind of global thing since most of the people who put things on SoundCloud are making them themselves. There's not always this sense of of those cross line things that you run into with music sometimes where it can't yeah. be promoted somewhere else because it doesn't have the rights to be so yeah you know things on soundcloud can be promoted wherever wherever it may reach because you made it it's your content you're saying hey you know i'm putting this here on soundcloud anyone can listen to it anyone can comment on it you know you know you kind of automatically get that creative commons license with sound by uploading your stuff on soundcloud so yeah. this is this is awesome yeah it's definitely awesome and uh i definitely uh before we move on i definitely want to say that dumbfounded's speaking of rapping in english as opposed to korean <laughs> dumbfounded's uh verse on it was really cool just the just the fact that he he kind of took the moment to call out the the those uh guys those kids that we've been talking about those uh those act all hard and gangsta Korean rappers like like just saying like yeah go, you want to talk about like you know all this like gangsta shit let let me go ahead and take you to somewhere you know because <laughs> he came from he's mm-hmm. from L A so it's like let me let's go on a field trip let's let's go somewhere come on come on let's go let's go see some let's go see some ghetto shit come on uh but that was cool. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, big time, uh, somebody making paper, JYP is making that ducat, apparently, cause, uh, he is topping the list of, uh, Korean producers as far as money made, you know, and, and royalties, uh, making a million dollars <laughs> over the year of 2012, uh, you know, specifically at 1.2 billion won. Uh, which is about a million dollars, making money. Uh, on that list, of course, uh, also is so uh, no, no, Joe Young Soo, uh, who was a uh, majority of SG Wannabe's songs. Uh, Teddy of YG. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Young, Teddy. Yeah, you Young Jin of SM uh, on that list, and uh, also G Dragon at fifth place. He's making yep. money, uh, rightfully yep, so. Yeah, when I, when I, and you know, going back to something I said earlier, and then I have another thing, right? When I, when I tell people about G Dragon, it's so easy because I'm like, okay, think about, think about your favorite hip hop artists. You know how they make music, they made that transition, they started, you know, producing things and shit like that. Like, I kind of sometimes compare them to like a mix of Lil Wayne, Kanye West, even though yeah. those are two people I'm not super <laughs> fond of. Like, but those are the easy, those are the easy comparisons, yeah. you know, because that's what he is, is like, he's this young kid who came up in a group and became more than that yeah yeah and and definitely and uh you know jyp uh you know whispering uh himself to to uh great <laughs> profits uh there's no uh jy there's very few jyp uh uh record label songs that uh would fit uh would feel right without him going jyp in the beginning yeah. Uh, <laughs> J, JYP. <laughs> There's something about that. That, that I makes, always, apparently, I always, the, yeah. I always compare JYP and YG 
to like Dr. Dre and Diddy in a sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause like JYP came up as a dancer and a performer and things like that. And then just kind of became this super mega, you know, guy in the background or whatever. Um, but my other thing is the fuck does JYP is wearing at any time? Not, not, not necessarily <laughs> in this picture, but just ever. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what? What are you doing? Why? Yeah. Why did you put that with that and then that? And then why did you think adding that made it better, JYP? Why? What? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Like, uh, he has some of the weirdest styles it just ever. Yeah. But it works for him. And he's making that money. Um, I, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess when you're making a fucking billion one, you're just like, I'm going to put on leopard pants and a fucking tuxedo shirt. Say something. Say something. Yeah. Say yeah. something. I want you to say something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there really is anything else to report in K-pop, is there? No. No, nothing exciting, really. Uh, nothing that we've been talking about for, uh, weeks on end. Uh, yeah, I don't think mm. so. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't, I don't think there is some continuing epic that, like, is frustrated me for the years that I've been listening to K-pop that like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, if, you know, like just that if it, even if a rumor were to like drop down from the sky, I would not bless it as if it was a holy child. Like there's, I, I don't know. Like I got that CL album. Yeah. I got two G, D, G dragon solo joints. I got that. I got that hmm. D-Light, you know, I got those D-Light singles. Um, oh, I don't know. I, got, I guess we just move on to the second half of the show. I don't think there's anything else. Oh, wait, wait a wait. minute. There's oh, a no, new it's just It's just Top's movie. It's just, just Top's movie. movie. No, wait, no. That says album. Does that say album in this post on LK-pop? Oh, yes. my God. There are rumors of a Top album, ladies and gentlemen. Not just rumors. Uh confirmed from yg entertainment's twitter account the twitter page okay i'm i'm holding i'm still holding off until i see preliminary 30 second yg cuts on youtube because you know that's what they give us <laughs> we just the the young ones dropped the other day that give you no nothing and you're just like okay that's all what i already knew yeah Give me something else. And they're like, nope, you get that. You get that 20, 30 second cut. That's all we going to give you for week after week after week until it releases. So until I see that 30 second cut on YouTube, on that goddamn Big Bang YouTube channel, I'm still yeah. calling it a rumor. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it will become a rumor. Uh, not only that, we're getting a supposedly a new, a, a top album sometime this month. Uh, we're also gonna get oh a God. new Big Bang by the end of the year. Uh, we're getting Taeyang. Uh, uh, at some point, uh, are we gonna find out that, uh, YG himself had a stroke, uh, just from overexertion? <laughs> Cause I swear, he's, the, 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 it never stops. Like, he, he, maybe, uh, somebody should go to YG and tell him it's okay to take a nap every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, he does, it's not him who does a lot anymore. You know, it's like fucking GD is like the face of YG at this point, you know? Like Wait, somebody tell GD I, he can take a nap. Every once <laughs> yeah. Like fucking like the person I feel for are the fucking members of Big Bang. Fucking Sun Young. 
fucking releases his solo shit, he has to go up against GD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not even, <laughs> not even all the other people he has to go up against in the Korean music scene and the Korean pop scene because he was going more for pop. Like, you gotta go up against G Dragon. Yeah. Everybody already loves G Dragon. They love you too, but goddamn if they don't love them some G Dragon. <laughs> Um, yeah. and now we're getting, we're getting this Young stuff, right? We're getting this, this new improved Young. whatever. It's not going to be new improved. It's going to be the same <laughs> old fucking Young. I, I, I'm fucking putting my stamp on it <clears throat> right here, right now. It's going to be dancing, fucking shoulder pops, chest pops, fucking Floor backflips Young. Like yeah. that shit don't change. Um, but you know, we're getting this Young stuff this month. Like that is. We've got those 30 second cuts. We know it's coming. It's going to happen, but Young's going to have to compete with top. What? Yeah. Like, like if this top stuff does start to drop in November, like, holy shit. And then talking about more big, ba- more group shit. I almost knocked my microphone over. <laughs> That's how passionate we are about this over here at the um, Holly Juker headquarters. But fucking talking about, talking about, even more Big Bang right after, like, you, all right, hold on, let, let's timeline this shit, right? Alive drops, right? Early this year, right? You, uh, they, they do, it late last year? Oh yeah, whatever. I don't know. It, it, early this year, late last year, you get yeah. alive, right? Um, uh, then you get into fucking, we get into tour stuff, right? We may not yeah. have gotten a lot of new stuff from them, but you get into tour shit, right? They, yeah. they did their tour for Alive. They did that big giant tour for Alive. Then fucking G Dragon drop. Well, uh, Sayung, Sayung is talking about dropping his stuff. We know G Dragon is going to drop stuff, right? Yeah. They dropped their stuff. You know what I'm saying? G Dragon goes on a fucking, no, no, no. Yeah. G Dragon dropped stuff kind of late last year or whatever. Boom comes around, goes on world tour on the on this other album. Um, comes right back after world after a world tour after a D Dragon world tour coup d'état, right? Yeah. Now you, you know he, him and Serung still are still in the midst of promoting coup d'état, and and you know Serung is still in the midst of promoting his stuff. Young is gonna drop some new shit, okay? And now rumors that top. Is gonna drop some shit. They're they're both probably gonna want to do little solo tours, mainly probably around Asia and Korea. Uh, but then more Big Bang. What? Yeah, what? they're they're going on tour. They're doing a dome tour of Japan, uh, like now this weekend or something. I, I don't know. Sometime soon, they're doing a whole dome tour of Japan and starting to you know, uh, at the same time releasing new stuff. And then Big Bang at the end of the year. Uh, bringing out some new material. That's insane. Also, and like, the amount of work that I know was put into Alive, like, Alive was a lot of work, because Alive was a new type of style for Big Bang a little bit, right? There was a lot more hip-hop, like, grounded hip-hop in that, and a lot more showmanship in that than some of their other stuff. Like, a lot of their other stuff, yes, it had the showmanship, it had the hip-hop, but like, Alive was a beast of an album. Yeah. Um, so, holy shit. Yeah. Also, uh, also, what was I gonna say? Also, uh, oh crap, I, I forgot what was I, I was going to say. Uh, oh, it was gonna be extremely funny. 
Um, uh, but, uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, it's, it's exciting to, to see, uh, what's going to be happening with the, uh, with the record. Uh, damn it. Now it's stuck in my head and I, I can't let it go. <laughs> uh. just, 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 just let it, just let it happen. Just, it's gone. It, it doesn't happen. And, <sighs> oh, you know what I am going to say? I've been watching more and more clips from, from Top's movie. I want to see it so bad yeah. now. I want to see it so bad now. Um, yeah. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Also, they're probably going to call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> they're also going to call it. That's what I remember. Because, you know, anytime you're away for more than three months, it's a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, every When they come on Music Bank, it's going to be the comeback stage. When they go on Inkigayo, it's going to be the comeback performance. It's like... Uh, so we, we might have to have a whole discussion about the, the what uh what Koreans consider the meanings of certain words uh over mm. what the rest of the world uh, thinks they are. Uh but and then and then another thing. Yes. Holy shit. If if all this does happen, right? If if the Daesung stuff, Sungryo, Taeyong, if Taeyong stuff is good cuz I like I said I haven't really been a fan of Taeyong stuff. Top stuff drops. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking champion top stuff right now. Um, cause just, just off the back of, of some of the solo shit that's on, uh, the GD and, and top album from top and, you know, fucking that, that one song that I love from top. Um, I'm just champion top shit off the top. Right. Yeah. And then big bang album at the end of the year. At some point in my life, I definitely now have to go see big bang live. Like, I have talked to people about this and they'd be like, how have you never seen Big Bang Live? Fuck you. And I'm like, dude, what you want me to do? Like, you know, God damn it. Leave me alone. I, yeah. With all this on the, on the horizon has to happen. Has, has to happen. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it yeah, definitely. Um, uh, me too. <laughs> me yeah. too. I, I need to see them live. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm retroactively kind of bummed out that, uh, well, maybe, there's going to be some opportunities. Hopefully, if uh, there's a reason to, if we can, ju- if this podcast launches, I can justify going to KCON next year, and maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, they show up. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to uh, the other half of our segment, we're going to be talking about uh, drama that uh, I was assigned. So uh, we're going to talk about Korean dramas. Uh, to we recap for this segment, drama talk. I don't know. That's too uh, easy. Well, that, yeah. that that's the working title. Drama talk. Yeah. Drama talk. <laughs> My stories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it has to be spelled M A H stories. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. To recap, to recap the journey. I get. Uh, how, how can we, we recap the journey that we've been through over okay. our beta episodes? So, so the, the journey of this is prop, is kind of almost how this podcast came together because me and PD kind of talk all the time. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't want to take full on credit for it, but I kind of introduced PD in a sense to kind of Korean music. Um, yeah. and then another mutual friend of ours kind of 
uh, was more on the variety bandwagon across the board of Asian culture stuff, you know, Japanese variety, Korean variety or whatever, and kind of mm-hmm. introduced us to some shows um, that were featuring some of the music stars uh, that, that we had been talking about a lot. Um, and I had already been like a big kind of Korean drama nut at that point. Um, and I was always like kind of champion and yelling at people like, yo, go watch this. It's so amazing. It's so fun or whatever. And kind of, PD was one of those people who would be like, all right, I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to go check that out. I'm going to go check out that song that you were just talking about. Like, like of, among our friends, like I dropped a lot of like, Hey, listen to this. Oh, it's K-pop again. But you know, through all that, PD was kind of like, hold up. This shit is actually kind of interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm liking this and, you know, kind of took off on his own and was like, why have you never told me about girls generation? Why did you <laughs> never tell me about FX or whatever, you know, or like, holy shit to anyone, um, you know, <laughs> and then we kind of came here and, you know, um, and then this portion of the show where, where this is a whole other fathom of entertainment of just the stuff that's on TV, right? So mm-hmm. your, your Korean dramas, your comedy, your things like that, um, your sitcoms and stuff. And, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of them, um, yeah. just in my time, like before there was freaking drama fever, uh, to, to kind of hold us grounded or whatever, using a lot of the, the not so legal sites, but at the time there wasn't a lot of ways to get my hands on it. Um, mm-hmm. so I've taken this kind of, like PD said, this guide sense to suggest things to PD. So we started out with um my lovely samsung which is an um not a super older show but i'm gonna say older at this point uh, from 2005 um and the reason we started there is because that show kind of changed a lot of the forefront of of that romantic comedy style of storytelling um at the time um and then i suggested another show to pd um called coffee prince and that's the show that we're talking about this week um Mm -hmm. My first shop of the Coffee Prince um, is a show that kind of follows in those footsteps that my lovely Samsung set out. So if if you've ever watched my lovely Samsung or or you've watched Coffee Prince, I know a lot of people have watched Coffee Prince just in yeah. general. <laughs> um, there are so many people that have seen it that don't even understand anything that's going on in Korea, but have watched uh, Coffee Prince. Yeah. Um, so if you watched Coffee Prince and loved Coffee Prince, go back, listen to our other episodes, get our our sense on My Lovely Samsung, and definitely go watch My Lovely Samsung. It's on Hulu. It's on Drama Fever. Like it's there. It's easy to watch. Um, yeah. So and it's such a good show. It's so fun. So is Coffee Prince, and that's where we are this week. We are at yes. Coffee Prince. Yeah. Um, uh, now, Coffee Prince in synopsis is a romantic comedy show uh, mm-hmm. where two young people fall in love over a lie, um, and and through some mishaps, a little bit is how yeah. they fall in love. And it's such a f- good. All right, look, I'm in love with this show. I've watched this <laughs> show maybe eight times and three of them back to back and it, yes. and i and you're like oh i've done that with series in my life i did that with that you know reboot of doctor who blah 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 no 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 this is what i'm saying right i watched from episode one to the last episode of coffee prince and then i watched episode one <laughs> like <laughs> right after the last episode was over i went back to episode one and watched it through again got to yeah. the end and was like you know what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna watch it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck um, what you heard yeah so um coffee Petey, prince. yes please tell me 
that you loved it as much as I have loved it for all of these years. How did you like Coffee Prince? Um, I will say that I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, yeah, I had, I had a blast. I, I went through it. I, I got the, the, the fact that, uh, I got through the entire show within the, within a week of like recording our last, cause you recommended this to me on the last episode. And that was like, a, we recorded that like a week ago and I just got through it. Any free time I had, I, I watched it. Uh, I spent like, uh, nights, you know, staying up to four o'clock in the morning, uh, watching it. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. it was an addiction. Uh, so let's get into kind of the, wow, where I love it. Okay. So the characters are great. Uh, let's talk about, yeah, the premise of the show is, uh, fascinating. So the premise of the show is something that when somebody explains it to you, uh, can seem trite and kind of dumb and flimsy. Like the premise of the show seems flimsy on the surface. Like you say, uh, a, a young girl who's a tomboy, uh, you know, pretends to be a boy to keep her job at a coffee shop and has to maintain the lie. And you hear that premise and you can't imagine that lasts for 17 episodes. It doesn't. That premise, that core premise only lasts about three episodes, maybe four. Uh, the lie lasts for a lot longer, but the, the fact that being the reason that the lie maintains only lasts for like three or four episodes. And then it's just a matter of, uh, maintaining it's one of the, and I'll talk about one central theme of the show. It's the longer you go without saying something, the harder it becomes to finally say it. And that's one of the, I would say one of the central themes of this entire show. Uh, the longer you go off, longer you put it off, the harder it becomes. Like, the more she did not say that she was a girl, the more it harder it became, and the more knee-deep she got into the lie, the more she didn't want to say it. Um, right. So let's talk about, okay, so Central Guy, we're talking about uh, Goen Chan uh, is a young girl, the breadwinner of her family after her father passed away. Uh, works hard. She's the kind of tomboy that, um, SM Entertainment really wants you to believe Amber from FX actually is. Um, but she is a very, you know, energetic person. She's a fun person. She's uh, outgoing. Uh, and through a series of circumstances ends up, uh, working with a guy by the name of Choyang Kil, uh, who's kind of a slacker. Uh, a guy that, uh, has, you know, is an heir to a, a food fortune, but not, he, he's a rich guy, but he doesn't act like a rich guy. He, he's, a, he's a complex character. And I, I will say that throughout this whole show, I think, uh, you know, the girls, I think that the show uh, existed for the, for the girls watching it to relate to Goan Chan. But for mm-hmm. me, me and Hankyul, me, me and him were bros. Like, me and him, like, I got him. <laughs> like, I got everything about him. Like, he, he's, he's my dog. He's my homeboy. Uh, just on, even like, and I think the, one of the parts that established that, the fact that, uh, I connected him with so much, uh, was the fact that he was talking about, I just want somebody to say, hey, you know, if, if you just give him a chance, he could really succeed. If you just give him a chance, he could, uh, he could really do something. Just believe in him. You know, yeah, believe in him. Uh, and yeah, that, 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 like, 
it landed with me. Plus, he's like 30 and hasn't decided what to do with his life. And uh, I'm 30 and I haven't decided what the fuck I want to do with my life. So, me and well, him... He he had an idea of what he wanted yeah. to do. But he still had this, this thing where he feels like, you know, he had to impress his mom, right? And going and creating, you know, toys and, and playing with toys and shit is like... Yeah, that's cool, but like, you know, you should have a business. You should be doing yeah. this or that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's all, you know, it was like, it's all well and good, but make sure you're doing this. So he's like, fine, I'll do this thing. Yeah. Right. And he's, yeah. re- he's really good at ideas and these concepts and stuff like that. It was just the execution that yeah. wasn't always there. And like, one of the things you put down in your notes that I really love is the slackers unite, you yes. know, because <laughs> it's just like, like the hardest working person in this show is the fucking girl, you know, where it's yeah. like everyone else is just kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like either they're aloof or they're slackers. Uh, but, and it's, it's hilarious. And like, uh, good on, uh, the, the, the young actress, uh, at the end of the show, uh, the, at the uh, core of the show, uh, union here. Uh, she, the fact that she managed to lift <laughs> the the, <laughs> uh, the uh the guy that plays uh, the main uh, uh male guy uh she there's no like double you know stunt double they didn't bring in some other dude you can see that she's actually the one lifting those bags of coffee i mean well i mean the bags of coffee could be fake but lifting him yeah. and carrying him on her back and it's like that that's that's that good on her that's awesome uh but uh yeah the the the, the the i think another central theme about this is just friendship in general like kind of uh creating this odd family uh just out of happenstance like uh you know the the, the ragtag group of like you know uh Hankil's old friend uh Harim uh the waffle guy they found around the corner on at, uh, with his own unlicensed stand near the college uh, the guy that used to run the place, uh, you know, the, the guy that once tried to rob his girlfriend's purse. I mean, no, 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 I'm sorry. His, uh, crush's purse. We'll talk about that couple <laughs> in a second, but this ragtag group mm-hmm. creates this coffee shop and comes together and becomes a little dysfunctional family and end up being like, the like this uh this group of friends that kind of are tight knit and really stick by each other. Um, couple of characters I love. I want to talk about uh, on. I, I don't know if he's unsung, but I feel like maybe he might be unappreciated. But one of the characters that I loved was Huang Ming Yup, the big uh the big burly guy. <laughs> oh, the, the, the dude that's in the dude that's in love with her sister, Angel. Yeah, Angel. Yeah, my Angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I loved him, dude. He was so good. <laughs> He's such a cool guy because he is one of those guys that was on. Uh, and here's my uh my note uh, that you see, probably see in my second note. Uh, he reminds me. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, but uh, I imagine not a lot of people did because it didn't make any money. Uh, but there was the the boy <laughs> band uh that was the parody that was called Du Jour. There was the one character who was always. Like the guy trying to, you know, cheer everyone on and want to say like, Dejour means friendship. Dejour means family. It's like, stop <laughs> fighting. Dejour means no fighting. <laughs> like, 
he reminded me of the guy of that guy in the sense that he was always the one trying to keep everyone together. Wanted to say that they were a family. He was always the one trying to cheer people up. He was always the one trying to def- like defend people. I mean, he had his own you know faults as well. Every every character had their faults, but I I, I, lo- I loved his character. He was just so much fun. Uh, and it was, uh, I'd say it was so super sad when I found out that the actor passed away not so long after, uh, the show, uh, aired. So uh, that, that was, that was a little moment of sadness when I was trying to find out, uh, what else he had worked on and found out he passed away. It was like, yeah, rest in peace, Lisan. Um, but yeah, he was a fun character. Um, and, uh, what else? Uh, uh, the beta couple. Let's talk about the beta couple. What what are you fond of the beta couple? I I, I like them a little bit. They have their own weird sarcastic uh adorableness in, in yeah. a sense. Like they could easily be disliked by somebody that is a, a regular drama watcher and I I imagine that there's probably a lot of people that don't like the girl. Uh, probably just from the fact that oh, she cheated on him and she's a mean person and whatever. But I just like that they were like sarcastic. <laughs> sarcasm <laughs> is not sarcasm is not a common thing in Korean uh, uh, humor. Uh, so the fact that they were like dry and sarcastic and they play they fake fighted all they fake fought fake fighted fake fought all the time and. They were just this, this nice contrast from, from the, uh, purely optimistic, uh, re- uh relationship that, uh, uh, Unshan and, uh, Hankyud had. They were the, the weathered nine years of being in a relationship, uh, almost kind of a mild, cute version of like the Ray Romano's parents on Everybody Loves Raymond. But, you know, like, like, they were fake fighting. They were, uh, I, th- that's what I dug about them. They were just so, uh, d- different in that sense. They weren't like cutesy. They weren't like, they weren't this like bubbly, uh, couple, but they, they still loved each other. Uh, th- but in their own way. I don't know what you think. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of like the kind of couple stuff in this show that I loved and, and, that's the thing that kind of, um, in a sense, which is why I wanted to wanted you to watch my lovely Samsung, then watch this because, like, you know, it it puts you there, and then you know you're like, oh yeah, like that that's really fun. But the thing that I loved that they did in here, right? And and yeah. this is a lot of thing in all romantic Korean, um, all all romantic comedy or all romantic shows in in Korea, right? You have your two main people that they introduce you to, that you're like, okay. Those are the two people that I'm paying attention to. And if you let yourself get absorbed in it, like I let myself get absorbed in coffee prints, this is what happens, right? <laughs> so you have your, you have your two main actors, right? You know, so you have your girl, your guy. Those are the two that are, that are going to get together that you kind of, and as you go, you're like, Oh man, I really want them to get together. Then they introduce either the old love interest or a new love interest, some kind of way, right? Sometimes at yeah. the same time, but for, for both people on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Yeah. So in here, the other love interest for her was the dude's cousin, right? Yeah. And then they spend a bunch of time together, and you get a bunch of episodes with them interacting, right? 
and and all that shit that happened with that, right? And then like for him, um, I think it was the the guy's girlfriend and and stuff like that. Like I I, yeah. I re- forget a little bit of the pieces, right? Yeah, it's uh, the guy's long term girlfriend that he during the entire time that uh he that his cousin's been with her, uh he's constantly been making it kind of obvious that he's into her in some capacity. Uh, right. During the course of the show, he kind of, uh, comes to terms with what he actually it was, uh, what it, 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 what it actually was, but, uh, from on the surface, what he likes to believe it is and what, uh, you are led to believe it is, is that he's always had a crush on her and he always wants to be with her. We come to terms right. with something different, but yeah, that's kind of their, uh, dynamic. Uh, right. So, so, this this is a thing that happened to me watching this show, right? Like you said, like you 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 got into it and you're like, holy shit, I'm I'm getting teary over here, you know, at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, right? For me, and 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 it happens every time I watched it. Even the time I watched it three times in a fucking row over a weekend, it it happened to me each time where I watched her start to interact with the cousin, and at first I'm like, no, no, don't do that, like stop it, no. But then I'm like, they look really good together, man. <laughs> like, man, fuck that other dude. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand you like like he does. Like, stay with the cousin. Forget him. Like, let him <laughs> run that coffee shop into the ground. Yeah, he he need he only needs you to run the coffee shop. Then they come back around and I'm like, all right, we can give him a second chance. Like, damn, but I don't I don't want to leave I don't want to leave dude in the dust. Like, he's such a good dude, you know? Because usually in Korean drop, like in my lovely Samsung. The the other love interest was the ex dude that dumped her and shit like that and was kind of a and, jerk, right? Yeah. So you, it's a little easier for you to be like, no, don't get with him, do not, do not get back with him. But here in this show, you're like, um, uh, I don't know who to choose, right? Like you're like, oh god, no. Like, oh, but if you choose him, it's still okay. But oh, <laughs> oh god, no. And then like, holy shit. Like I I turned into a fucking girl. You know, I'm in my blanket yeah. watching the show with my fucking bonbons and my tea like, oh. Every single time. Every single time I watch the show, it happens to me. When it gets to that part, like that's where I melt. That's where I turn into a fucking old lady, yeah. you know, or a fucking girl just in general like that part does that to me every time. <laughs> and like, uh, the moment where they, where he finally just comes up and, uh, kisses, uh, the, the, at that point, a uh, still, uh, boy to him, Inchan, and says, I don't care if you're a man or an alien. Uh, let's just go through <laughs> with this. Yeah. It's like, uh, and, and it goes back to me relating to him, cause I, you can, uh, there are no, real antagonists on this show <laughs> like there's no real antagonists on the show it's just a lot of people who you want to see be happy it just trying to find that happiness and uh i know some people uh, I, I saw in comments yelling at go chan but you can understand them and though she made mistakes you understand where those mistakes came from and you wish the best for her and in hankyul uh, me, I kind of, throughout it all, uh, I connected with him the entire time. Like, I understood where he was coming from. Like, uh, 
it was hard for him to have to come to terms with the idea that he likes a dude. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, that that <laughs> whole part, that whole part where like you you put yourself in his shoes for like that hot two seconds, and you're like, as a dude, yeah, he's cute. He's fucking, he's cute for a dude. But you're like, like you're you're like, but then you think you're like. That's another D, you know? Cause if you're watching it from the outside, you're like, no, just go for it. What are you worried about? Just go for yeah. it. It's a girl again. But put yourself in his shoes. He's like, I've never liked dudes before. To- <laughs> like, this is like, this is my boy. Like, no, like we, we, not- we coming up and you know, that's like my homeboy now. Like, I, don't, I can't, I, uh, I wanna, this- uh, I wanna make not- out with him. Like, I'm not in jail. What's going on here? I am not in jail. I, I, why is this coming up right now? Like, he's my dunk saying, you know, he, I'm his young, you know, this, we're sworn brothers, you know? And I, uh, I, I also love that whole part with his, with his, his other friend who he's got in the shop with him where he's just like, do you want to, are you sure? Would you, what the, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. man, nah, man, if you don't go ahead, man, go, go, ain't there customers? He's like, all right, I'm just saying, I thought you, you know, and then he, you know, he has to come to that realization, like, you know, to tell his homeboy, like, all right, yeah, I like, I like him. I like another dude. What you want me to do about it? Like, <laughs> man, don't worry about it. It's going to be cool. Just don't tell nobody. I ain't telling nobody. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> and then everybody's pissed when she's like, oh, no, I am a girl. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, uh yeah, it, it it becomes a a, a an interesting point. But even to just say, okay, yeah, he had to go through a lot, and when he finds out, and not even from her, from just yeah. other people, like secondhand, he finds out that he's been lied to this whole time. Uh, is just ridiculous. Uh, but that is an interesting. Uh, That's just a crazy moment. Uh, other random things. Uh, I. After, not so much this show, it's not as prominent on this show, it's prominent on the other show that we're going to end up discussing, I guess, at some point, at some point in the future, uh, and prominent in another show, School 2013, that I watched a little bit of that I'm going to probably watch again. Um, sliding doors. I want, I want sliding doors on all my places. (laughs) I, I really do. Like, just, it's just a cool thing to have, like, as, uh, is around your house. I I don't know why I think it's so cool. Maybe it's just a different, you know, it's different. But I kind of mm-hmm. want sliding doors all over my house. Uh, that's just a random thought I had. Uh, also, that dude had the most amazing Lego collection. I I want his Legos. Like, uh, there's just like uh, I and another thing I connected with him. He d- he does not have qualms about just sitting around and playing with toys. Like he's damn near thirty, but he's gonna play <laughs> yeah. with some toys. Like, ain't no shit. Like, like, shit. I I have I have a cavalcade of 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 what most people would consider toys around my room, right? Like I have my Gundam figurines, um, and, well my Gundam models. I have like girl figures here and there. I have you know like things and I have Watchmen comic book figures in boxes and shit like that. And like, yeah, I have shit people would consider toys. And, and I just, I don't know. Like there was a time where like 
I have a little Gundam on my desk, and every so often I mess with it. But, like, he sat down and played with toys, right? Yes. And that is just so amazing. And it's kind of the same reason, like, I kind of keep these things around, right? Like, some of them, like, at this point, they have dust on them a little bit, and I should probably clean them. But, like, just the thought that I have those things, and I could, if I wanted to, I could play with them. You know? Yeah. Like, if I really wanted to, I could have a Gundam battle right now. And in my mind, I'm totally okay with that. But I know not everyone in the world would be okay with that. And, you know, that was that concept that that he had, right? That, like, like his his mom was not, like, okay that that is what he was doing. But he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like... I think it was the journey of, like, at first, that was... Uh, he said it at the end, uh, closer to the end of kind of that explains it that when he was doing, when he was modeling toys or making toys or even just playing with toys, it was, be- it was, he did it mainly so that, n- cause when he was doing it, nobody could bother him. It was his time. Like it yeah. was his me time. Like it was his time to be away from other people, not bothered by people. But like the journey that another aspect is the journey from him to be always wanting to be uh by himself and do his own thing it's something he could do by himself to now appreciating the fact that he could gather a group together and do something as a team and do something as uh you know as a company you know having employees having coworkers having a team come together and accomplishing something together with other people it made him happy and, and, and in the end, that's why he decided, well, uh, I'm not gonna take this job over in America, uh, designing toys. Uh, I'm gonna make coffee prints happen and ultimately, you know, grow the brand, do some market research. Uh, and, and, and we were, we were talking about him not necessarily knowing what he wanted to do with his life yet, but, you know, she, does not necessarily know, you know, Go does not necessarily know what she wants to do with her life yeah. at that point and too. So, yeah. But yeah. working in the coffee shop, she learns, oh, holy shit, I really like being a barista. You know, well, like I love making coffee. Um, and she, you know, she grabs onto that. And, she, and it, it's funny to think that she, that that was such a high <laughs> aspiration job. Uh, cause I think it's, uh, in, uh, interesting that for maybe a commoner, common person to think, well, well, why didn't she apply to Starbucks? <laughs> but then you realize like, oh, she's trying to become more of an act, a top tier expert and like have, uh, be yeah. somebody that runs a coffee shop and runs a high end coffee shop. And, uh, there, there are the people who work at starbucks and then there are the people who work at cafes and there's a difference right there's a difference between pulling a lever squirting syrup into a cup pouring coffee on it and then putting it under the thing to make it foamy and then handing it to somebody whereas like you know different coffee beans yeah you know how to roast it (laughs) right you you know you know the difference in grinding and grinding quality and bean quality and shit like that and then you know the adids of foam art and yeah. all these kind of other things that go into it. Yeah. Am I saying and the people that work at Starbucks are, are l- less in a sense? Yes, but I don't, not being mean in any way. I fucking love Starbucks. It's yeah. Starbucks is awesome. I, I fucking love my fucking vanilla latte that I go get at Starbucks at least like twice or four times a month. It's like I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it in any way. I'm just saying there's a higher tier shit. Like there's yeah. the guys that work at Subway, and then there's a deli sub, right? Yeah. Totally different. 
Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it's a couple of cool things. Like the fact that this show was centered around hand drip coffee and that's suddenly starting to become a thing now. This was like five years ago and now it's starting to become like a thing now, at least from what I could tell. Um, another random thing. Did, did you pause and read the letter he got from the, uh, supposedly the American toy company? Uh, no. I don't think of all the times I, I, I didn't, I didn't even care about that at that point because, you know, he was going to leave and then like, it was so crazy. And then he didn't leave. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was in full, full fucking drama mode at that point. Yeah. Uh, so I will say to you, if I, I was, did, I didn't, I don't remember. Uh, randomly thing, a random thing, random re- revelation, the actual letter, the content of the letter, uh, since it's English, I guess it doesn't matter to the Korean audience, but it, it's a, it's actually from a director of loss prevention <laughs> talking about the <laughs> loss prevention department at his company and what, and offering the job in loss prevention, uh, <laughs> below the part was this block line. And I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, I, I was, it was still in that moment, but uh, it's still like, like, I want to read this letter. <laughs> like, uh, that, right. that just bugged me. Uh, right. I think, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty, we could, for like, not being in full drama mode like I was every time I watched that show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, in I full did, drama mode. I probably mode. noticed the letter at some point. I will say I probably did because the letter is a big thing in my mind. Like, I remember it being a thing full up on screen, but I can't remember if I ever paid attention to it. Yeah. Uh, we could go it, on forever. Uh, we could go on forever for about a lot of things on this show. Let's just talk about quickly the ending. Uh, again, with the ending of this show, uh, not ending like how, you know, they, people think it's supposed to end. Like, there should be a wedding and babies and, ah, oh, flowers and, oh my god. Right. No, they just, they're in a good place. They're, they end and happy. They're ending in a good place. They're together. Uh, it was it was a huge bummer the fact that uh the the in the middle of the show there's a miscarriage and I'm like okay uh way to dump that on in the middle of the show way to kind of uh kill that fun but uh I guess I I don't know I, I they never outright say it but it seems but yeah obviously in the middle of the show there's a miscarriage but at the end. They, those two, the, the, you know, uh, Hansung and, uh, and Yuju, uh, are happy, uh, and, yep. you know, having been married, uh, Hankil and Unchan, uh, slightly, slightly girlier Unchan at the end of the show, ever so slightly girlier Unchan, uh, and Hankil are happy, uh, which, uh, at early on the show when I, I accidentally read the spoiler at the end where, uh, on Wikipedia where it said, uh, you know, a much, a more glamorous Unchan shows up and uh, two years later, I was worried because I was like, uh, it's coming. So she's going to come with long hair and she's going to be all pretty and girly. I'm like, that's not Unchan. That is not Unchan. That better not happen. And then what it is is she, her hair was slightly longer. She had lip gloss on and she had a nice top. Like, okay. Yeah. And she's wearing I, uh, gonna... good flats. What I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to suggest another Yui Hin show um, at some point uh, for us to watch, so you can see how different it is. And I think I might pick an older one that I think has uh, Jiho in it. I'm pretty sure this other show has Jiho in it. Um, Let me check really quick to see who's in this show. Um, while we but, talk about what we're currently watching, which is, uh, 
the show Good Doctor, which was yeah. our kind of extra credit. Yeah. Um, show. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to uh, get, uh, talk about it, but yeah, uh, this is the show we're going to be currently watching. Uh, a couple of random thoughts. Uh, uh, I would say, uh, before we get actually, uh, make, dedicate a whole segment to it, uh, probably in a couple of weeks, uh, we have something planned for next week. Uh, I would say it's interesting. It's cool. It has its good points. It has its not so good points. Uh, there's some seriously cartoonish villainy going on in that show. But, uh, how they handle the main character's affliction is nice and even handed. Uh, but we'll, I'll have to wait and see once I actually finish the show, which I, I just started. Uh, I don't know if you had any couple of random quick thoughts about it so far. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, we, we kind of had a, a little talk the other day and I'm, I'm going to preference this here, but I'm going to talk way more about it when we, when we finish it is, I've, I've been taking the show and I've been looking at it more from a, a outside standpoint than getting wrapped up into it. And I'm comparing it kind of how it rolls to like how house is or duty yeah. Hauser and not necessarily saying like, Oh, I'm, I'm comparing these shows point for point. You know, I'm just saying like there are a lot of these elements that are similar across the board. In those three shows, Dookie Hauser, yeah, it was this really genius kid who, you know, skipped a lot of things and became a doctor, right? But there was always these little things every once in a while in an episode where somebody was like, I'm not going to take medical advice from a child, right? Yeah. And then you have these moments in House where this dude is a really genius dude, but he's fucking broken as fuck, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> just in general, he's broken as fuck. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of comparing those to what's going on here. You have this genius person who has a mental affliction, but does not in any way affect how he does his job. How he does his job is is above par, but everybody else holds him back due to his mental affliction. Yeah. So it, it's a really interesting kind of just take on that and, and culture and how culture deals with mental health and things like that so yeah that we'll, we'll, will be what we'll that will about. be yeah in the future that will be uh something interesting to talk about in the future um i think that's it uh let's just uh wrap it up i think we have enough to well, talk Whoa. what 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 we can wrap it up but what i'm gonna do um yes being this is our first official episode and i, I kind of want people to get a feel for it i'm gonna go ahead and already suggest our next show Yes. Um, so this one is going to be totally different than the three we have already covered. Uh, yeah. being Good Doctor, um, Coffee Prince and My Lovely Samson. You got two romantic comedies in there and kind of a drama comedy romance. There, there's some romance in Good Doctor and it's probably going to get bigger and bigger as we yeah. get into the later episodes. Um, but this one is an action thriller. This is an action show. Um, and this is also one of the very first shows I, I watched, uh, from KBS 20 episodes because Top is in it. Um, nice. And, and Top plays a, a underworld assassin in this show. And it is a, it's an espionage show dealing with, uh, kind of these cross lines of North and South Korea. Yeah. Uh, so this is is going to be kind of an, an also interesting take to talk about those North and South Korea things. So I'm going to give that link to Petey. So if you want to follow along, 
go over to Drama Fever. Uh, you can watch Good Doctor, Coffee Prince, my lovely Sam soon there, as well as this show Iris, which will be the show that we cover probably after Good Doctor. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll give Good Doctor its own full episode, um, to talk about because there will probably be a lot to talk about there, but we'll probably be halfway through or at least somewhere into Iris because it's 20 episodes. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hefty. Um, yeah. and there's a lot, a lot, a lot to pay attention to in each and every episode. Like you really, yeah. really, really, that, that was something, you know, how you kind of go into a show and you're just like, Oh, this seems cool. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Then you get to a certain point in the show and you're like, holy shit, I should have been paying attention in episode one. You know, <laughs> like you're like, I should have been taking fucking notes because yeah. I no longer remember who's where kind of thing. And that's what that's what Iris is. It's one of those shows that will do that to you. So that's probably week after next. Good Doctor coming up next week. This week being my lovely Sam. I mean, uh, god damn, I was about to say my lovely Samson. Coffee Prince. Um, you can watch all these series over at Drama Fever. All of our links this week are provided to us by All K-Pop. Uh, so go over there, like stories and, and be like, Hey, I'm here because of, because of Halajuku. Um, and, and, yep. Share the uh, Yes, sir. Uh, what do you got going on, uh, nowadays, Kaz? I'm doing a lot more streaming, so twitch.tv slash kingkaz, but you can follow all of the links to all of the things I do about.me slash kingkaz that will lead you to everything that will lead you to the dead but not yet dying. It needs more deaths. Um, it will lead you to deltajuliatmike.com where I do a little show called Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys, which is a very loose format show where me and good friend DJM Get together every week, sit down and say, how was your week, bro? Um, yes. which usually we would be doing that show today, but DJM is at a good old convention called, uh, Yomacon. So we'll mm-hmm. probably be talking about that when we next record. Petey. Let's go down the list of links. Fanny Pack Wrestling. Yes, fannypackwrestling.com. Uh, we are, uh, we were going and going. Uh, we took a little, a couple of weeks of break, uh, partly because of Yomacon, partly because I got lazy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but we will be back soon. Uh, probably like next week. Uh, we're going to be talking some more fun stuff. Uh, you can find, uh, all the links that I share on my about me, about.me slash PD Rave. I will have some of the stuff for this show and for the network that this show will be a part of, the Rebelli Podcast yep. Network. Uh, and by network, I mean the Squarespace site that I share, that I set up for all the things I record on Audacity and call a network, like if it matters. Uh, cause I gotta get those press passes. Gotta get, gotta fake those people to give me press passes, think I'm important and shit. Uh, but, you can find all that out as soon as I post it on my Twitter page, uh, twitter.com slash pdrave. Uh, follow the links, click the buttons, follow things. Uh, I think, yeah, uh, until next time, hasta los huevos. Año y fighting. Mm. Sayonara. <laughs>